Hey there, it's Caleb. Uh, going solo today. Um, the interviews, we are... I have people set up for them. But it's been very difficult to find the time to do them because I'm getting off work like at dark and got six kids with baseball and all that. Uh, so, still working on setting up a time frame for all these. And uh, just going to go as we go. There's no... There's no uh, time limit or or anything like that. Um, so today uh, I was telling a little story the other day and I thought, man, this would be kind of something to share. So I thought I'd get into it. Um, there's an outside noise going on. I'm not going to speculate as to what it is, but you'll probably hear a giant turbo going here and there. Sorry for that. Um... I grew up in the oil field in West Texas, um, a small town called Sonora, Texas. Um, growing up in Sonora, it was natural gas play everywhere. Everybody's dad worked in the oil field or ranchers, but the uh, bulk of the people I hung out with were oil field guys. Um, very small town, very, very uh, nice town. Loved growing up there. Um, in fact, that's the reason I raise my kids where I do because of my experiences there. Um, but uh, uh, when I was 13, 14 years old, one summer, I think after eighth grade, I was I wasn't huge yet, but I was, you know, approaching six feet tall maybe. But when I was being lazy, I could take up eight or nine feet of a couch like just sprawled out and I remember my dad came home one day during the summer early summer and uh, I was just laid out and he walked in and said what are you doing and I, I know the feeling now because as a dad like I walk in and the kids are just being worthless I'm just instantly irritated and I don't know why <laughs> but he walked in and I sprawled out you know um, he said what are you doing I was like I'm, I'm bored I'm bored there's nothing to do I'm bored oh okay um, well in the morning you know get you some jeans that you don't mind getting dirty I got something for you to do oh so the next morning six in the morning lights come on get your ass up Oh, put on my jeans. I think I put on tennis shoes. He's like, "No, you probably want to wear boots." It's like, oh, <laughs> takes me down to Creek Swabbing and Roustabout, and uh, I'm I'm like, w "What's going on?" He's like, "So uh, these guys are gonna let you work, and you're gonna make some money this summer doing some work." Okay. So I go out there and I go talk to this guy and he's like, yeah, um, tell you what, go sit out here on this rail and when somebody needs you, they'll come get you. And thus began my 25 years of working in the wool field. Um, I'll probably talk more about that later, but, but this story is about a certain character we met. So I, I spent all my summers throughout 
my high school age, you know, 13 to 18, working for this uh, roustabout company, doing general oil field labor, all kinds of stuff. Uh, th- this story in particular centers on a guy named Brujo. Uh, we met Brujo. I say we met. I never knew him personally, just through work. Brujo, Bruja is a witch in Spanish. Brujo means like a witch doctor. Like somebody with some kind of weird mystique, strange, odd. Um, not exactly a compliment either. Like, uh, um, like kids stay away from that guy. I'll get to that later. But, uh, anyway, I was a teenager. Brujo was hilarious. We used to think that he was just funny as shit. Wild. Uh, if I had to describe him in one word, it would be like feral. Um, he had long hair. He had all his front teeth were gold. Fat guy. Short. Ugly. I mean, fucking ugly. Um, long hair, stringy hair that hung in his face. Uh, always joking, but like kind of crazy, so it didn't really make sense. Did not want to learn any English. Yelled Spanish cuss words at, at young white kids. <laughs> and and uh, uh, drove a uh, um, a Mustang with like chicken wire in the grill, like the old Mach ones, the fat that with the ugly uh, uh, fins in the back window. Um, it was a crazy guy. Uh, mom, cover your ears, but. We would get him to buy us cigarettes and beer when we were teenagers. Um, he would come up to the window and hold them up like, "Is this the one you want?" Like, "God damn it, Brujo, don't don't do that." Like, "Yeah, we'll take whatever." Just anyway, so uh, you know, just funny times with him around. I never worked with him for long directly, but just setting the the background of how I know this guy and. And his character. Um, he uh, fast forward years later, um, after my little college experiment, I end up on drilling rigs, and uh, after a couple years, I've got the swing of it, you know. And we're, um, I was a derrick hand on a on a daylight crew, evening crew, actually at this time, um, and. Uh, it was fun. I loved working on drilling rigs. It was wild and crazy. Um, the guys I worked for were all from Ozona. I'd meet them on the rig out west of Sonora. And uh, we would... I mean, we were nuts. We'd work our asses off, but we'd get a lot done. It was a fun sorority sort of thing. Not sorority, fraternity sort of thing. Like, uh, if you've roughnecked before your brothers with other roughnecks whether you know them or not we've all been through the same shit uh, especially back then we were throwing chain we were using cat heads we were doing it the old school but me and my grandpa roughnecked the same way pretty much it all changed like around 2006 um, things became automated uh, top drives came out the horizontal play started changed everything everything in the oil field flipped on its head we'll talk more about that later but um Back then, it was it was a brotherhood, and and there was an old man that worked with me uh, named Chapo. He plays a part in this story. Chapo was hilarious. 
<clears throat> he was like a lifelong. He was probably in his sixties. I thought he's old as shit back then because I was young as shit. But uh, Chapo, lifelong Lee Tong hand. I was Derek man. Um, Chapo was hilarious. I remember one night we had a guy that didn't speak any English. I was the only white guy on this rig at the time. I, we've had a few come and go, but generally, West Texas oil field labor wise, there's not a lot of white guys, and the ones that are there usually burn up alcoholics. So I was the only white guy on this rig. But but Chapo, we had a a, a guy that didn't speak English on the rig one time, and uh, we saw a skunk. And the guy asked, uh, "Hey, Chapo, ¿cómo se dice sorrio en inglés?" Which means, "How do you say skunk in English?" And Chapo said, "So Rio." It's stupid. It's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard in my life. That makes me laugh to this day, thirty years later, twenty-five years later. Um. Anyway, he uh, Chapo was there that day. My my driller and I can't remember who the the fourth hand was, but um, Brujo had gone to work for a uh, I think their name was Indian Creek Logistics. It was a, a, a trucking company that moved the air jammers. They weren't involved with our rig, but they would like do the side work. And we'd see him on the rig moves, and oh, I mean, it's oh, he would start screaming to me, "Hey, PJ Gringo! Hey, PJ!" And he just uh, he'd really pick on me as the only white guy. Plus, he knew me from from years before. Um, and we were there one day, and Brujo was the swamper for this truck driver. A swamper is the person who Rides along with the truck driver, opens gates, hooks up the loads, uh, does all the labor work, and the truck driver can keep his fat ass in his seat and run his winch, and the swamper does all the work. Um, it's it, It'd be a fun job, but probably low pay and not a great job. But Brujo was this guy's swamper, and we showed up. We were moving the drilling rig. The rig was already getting set up. We were evening crew, so we came in like around lunchtime. The rig was already on the next location. Uh, we needed to get dressed. Our doghouse, where our clothes were kept and stuff, was on the location we had just finished drilling a couple wells before. This location was just a big flat pad, so they staged stuff there. And uh, there's a little short wellhead sticking up, about two foot. hadn't been completed yet. So it's just like a two foot capped off wellhead in the middle of the location. And uh, this truck driver and Brujo are parked there close to our dog ass and we get out and we start yelling at him brujo's being silly he's laying on the hood of the truck um he's washing the windows the guy's in there reading his newspaper the truck driver and brujo's washing the windows and he sees us and he just starts being silly as shit like like getting in girl poses kicking his legs up batting our eyes yelling shit at us just is funny um and we're yelling back at him whatever you know, and the same old shit we always did. And then here in a minute, the truck driver gets involved, and he starts moving the truck. And like, like, oh, look at us. And Brujo's like, ah, ha, ha. And he's on the hood of this truck, and the truck's kind of going back and forth across location, and we're laughing. And it's kind of getting old. Like, we're like, all right, we're going to get dressed now. And they start, like, he starts moving across this location. Like, he's, he's trying to shake Brujo off. And we're watching it. And he's coming across his location in this truck. 
And I'm, I look at Chapo and I said, he, he knows there's a wellhead there, right? About that time, boom. He plants the middle of that front axle into that fucking wellhead. The wheels rolled into the fuel tanks. Like, he totaled that truck. I'm sure they got fired. I don't know what happened after this. But he totaled that truck. Those front wheels went, came off of the chassis and rolled under the fuel tanks. Diesel went everywhere. Now, this truck's rolling 30 miles an hour with a short, fat, crazy man on the hood. Truck hoods hinge at the front of the truck and fold up. This truck hit a 10,000-foot fence post, basically, and came to a complete stop. Uh, If you've ever taken a physics class, you know how trajectory and objects in motion work. Object in motion will stay in motion until it meets a opposing force. Well, Brujo stayed in motion. (laughs) Brujo got launched. That hood flew up. And Brujo, if you've ever seen an oil pad, they're pretty sizable. I mean, it's you know the size of a football field, kind of across, not as long, but you know, it's pretty far. Brujo cartwheeled in midair and then hit the ground close to the edge of location, still cartwheeling, and started making these noises. And 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 in my mind's eye, this is you know I said 20 years ago. In my mind's eye, I see his unkempt hair, his gold teeth. Um, <laughs> just cartwheeling through the dust. I mean, just flash, flash. Just uh, it's it's a hilarious image in my head. I'm hope I'm translating it halfway, but it's just insane. And we forgot all about the truck, and we're just watching Brujo just fly through Kalichi. And he comes to a stop, and we're all just our mouths are open, and I think I actually said, "Are, are you?" Brujo, you are you okay? And he gets up and just this stupid look on his face, his shiny gold teeth, and holy chet, <laughs> and dusts himself off and goes back to work. And and Chapo and I are looking at each other, like, oh my god! And we get dressed and we're like, oh, like these poor guys, you know, and and, and we know they're about to have like a big investigation, but it does, it's not for our company, so we're like. Damn, sucks to be all. They're okay, you know. Drivers out there, like, looking at the wreckage and, like, oh, shit. Um, but we go to work and we, we finish rigging up. We start drilling our tower. It's hard work. You don't, you don't stop. You don't take breaks. It's just nonstop. First break you get is once you're drilling and you've made a couple, those first couple connections go by so fast. But after you've tallied your collars and you make a couple connections, um, you get a little break. And we're going to eat our lunch at 8 o'clock at night. And I go down to the bottom of the doghouse and Chapo's sitting in there. And we're just sitting there and we dig out our sandwiches. And I'm sitting there and I look over at him and he looks over at me. And I started fucking <laughs> that snickering like just... <laughs> and he starts it. And we sit there and within a couple of minutes both of us are in tears. Just laughing at this mental image into this day. I cannot help but laugh when I think about Brujo 
cartwheeling <laughs> across location. And uh, uh, it brings back good memories, and, and I have a lot of those memories. And, and uh, Oilfield's not the same today. These guys aren't going to have memories like I have, I don't think. I think it's just a job to them. And it was just a job to me. But it built character, and it was it was fun. Um, Brujo, I don't know what happened to the guy. I, I was never close to him or anything. He was just always there. Like, a, just a character. Um, I think I heard he was maybe a, like a pervert or something. He might have got shipped back to Mexico. He could be dead. For, probably He's probably dead, <laughs> for all I know. Um, but, uh, anyway. That's my Brujo story. And, uh, I hope y'all enjoyed it. And, uh, I'll, I'll post something else new here pretty soon. Anyway, talk to y'all later. Peace out.